as you said, a group of eight to 12 motorbeard people in the room. It's, it's gold dust, you know, it doesn't need to be the, the Tom or the Kyle show. You get a slap on the wrist. It doesn't really do anything, but I like to operate within the bounds of the law yeah. and it just makes life a little bit easier. Yeah, what, what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas? There was money in the bank account. I didn't owe anybody any money. I was like, oh my God, I can afford a floor for myself. Don't sell your jobs based on how you feel about your income level. Go sell them based on the person you're selling it to. So the day I could afford my own floor, it blew my mind. This episode is sponsored by Trade Choice Camp in Florida. Trade Choice are one of the largest independent distributors of floor coverings and products. They specialize in cab towels, carpets, vinyls, LBT screens, tools, everything you would need to run a flooring business. With 13 branches, including the Newcastle one that I visited from Glasgow all the way down to Southampton. They've got 24 hour access ordering via their website. So if you want to set up an account or find your nearest branch, visit tradechoice.com. Now sit back, enjoy the show, and we look forward to seeing you here again soon. Hello and welcome to the UK Flowing Podcast. We've got a special guest on today's show. She's been here before. She'll be here again. Mrs. C. Hello. How are how you doing? Are, I was going to say, how are you doing? All right. Good. Good. Oh, me kind of tango. Every time I come on this podcast and you introduce me, you say that I'm a very special person. <laughs> you are. I know. Thanks. But in a special type of, you know, semi sort of retarded way. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely no. not PC, is no, it? No. 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 I don't mean like that. You're wonderful in all ways, Mrs. C. Uh, why, why are you on the podcast, Mrs. C? Um, I thought we would have a chat about our recent jaunt to Las Vegas. I'm sure the listeners have heard. So if you listen to the podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to quickly drivel on for 20 minutes or so about what we found, what was good, why you should attend, why you shouldn't attend. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to drop a very brief podcast we did live and direct in the podcast booth at the Exhibition Centre with Kyle from the one of the other flooring podcasts from in the US. Floor Academy. Floor Academy. Floor um, Academy pod. Uh, yeah, and that's, um, that's just a warm-up. Me and Kyle are going to do quite a few of the ones. We've got one coming out in April, much longer episode, but I just wanted to introduce you to Kyle and get his take on the industry and how the similarities are very similar. So I'll introduce that later on in the show. Um, so, Mr. C, um, why should people attend either exhibitions or the Las Vegas um, Surfaces event? Um, surfaces was obviously the first time that we'd been there. We've been to lots of exhibitions before, haven't we, you and I, over the years, whether it's been... You know, um, the you know the caravan and camping show, which has got nothing to do with flooring, but um, you know, home building renovation show, the flooring show, all of those ones. But internationally, oh, and we've been to Dormatex as yes. well, but we've never ever been to one in America, and so I was kind of a bit unsure as to what we were going to expect from that. Um, but there was two things that I really really loved about that one in particular. One which was the timetable that they'd created around seminars and learning. I thought that was really unique. It was really, really good. Um, and it's something that I'd not ever seen before anywhere else. So for the people who haven't been to Vegas, what that means is that even the day before the show starts, there is at least four um, theatres as such that mm -hmm. you go and select your subject that can be on investment banking in flooring, it can be um, the trends, product categories, marketing, uh, managing staff, mindset, um, sales, sales. you name it, they have a mini 45-minute course all the way through four days. You get four days of learning. Mm -hmm. Some of the international ladies in flooring, that was like a whole day event that, that you went to. Um, so, yeah, there's something for everything. Um We'll come back to the pitfalls of that, but um, but yeah. <laughs> I uh, thought well, I thought it was a really unique way of doing it, and it's actually something that I think is is one of the takeaways that we'd have um, for this year because we're exhibit, um, exhibiting at the Florin Show again in Harrogate this yeah. year, and 
what we're planning on doing is also doing something similar, aren't we, with trying to come up with some format around small snippets of learning in collaboration with other people, maybe. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but it was really, really good for that. Yeah. Um, what else was good? Well, for me, networking. Um, the American market is all about networking. Everyone wanted to speak to you. I know you're an exhibition center and people want to sell you stuff, but generally we met people for coffee, for, for um, evening meals, <coughs> and did some great, great networking and getting everyone, like, understand what other people did. Do you know what's really interesting now you just said that? I actually didn't get the salesy vibe from anywhere. No, actually. Did you? No, like, no. it didn't matter. There wasn't a salesy, pitchy vibe on anything, was there? Because even when we were just walking around, like, aimlessly, like, up and down the aisles. Yeah, people, massive as well. Yeah, I mean, people were genuinely interested to hear about what you did, to talk to you weren't pushy, didn't want to just sell something and shove it down your throat, they don't basically. Like sales training, they all ask good questions. There was a couple that uh, maybe yeah. sort of tried it, but but yeah, and it, mm. but yeah, people wanted to know who you are, what you did, why you did it, and then maybe showed me the product. So, which would move on to the normal reason you go and look for new products and things like that. And to be honest, at the moment, I might be completely wrong. So, for any of the American listeners that are listening to this, uh, I apologise. But again, we weren't looking to buy carpets lbt so maybe we were looking in the wrong places uh, we weren't looking to source them and bring them to the uk this time but for me it looked from the outside world that most companies there would only supply into america or american based mm-hmm. but then again we didn't speak to the lbt um, companies from the, the far east or anything like that and i'm assuming they might ship also internationally yeah. so but from our take we didn't go looking for products so I can't 100% say it's not the place to look for products to bring to the UK, but I'm sure there would be some people of value. But, you know, there was Canadian companies. There was a lot of companies we did speak to said they only operate in the US, um, even haulage companies and other thing, people like that. But they were generally interested. So we might be completely wrong, but we didn't go looking for products, to be honest. We we just networked and on an informa- information hunt until you lost all the information that we gathered over three days um, in the airport. I just completely forgot about that. So, so yeah, for the listeners, we, we had a bag Jesus. full of um, business cards and everything um, that Mrs. C left on the back but, of the toilet door in the airport in Texas. But that was on the way back. But what did I do on the way no, there? No, but this is the it's fair even, point. Even you and your better. wisdom, had, um, I'll come back to that, yeah. Um, for the one that out of the two is it's forgetful, you, you excelled yourself. I excelled myself completely um, on that. But luckily, time. with you being a little bit savvy um, all the time, um, you took photographs as well of the key in, in um, influencing people. So we did get <laughs> that was some my of these, halo coming back again. Yeah, going, but if we relied you. on the bag, the bag was left on the toilet door. So on the way out, you left your suitcase. entire suitcase <laughs> at the security place and walked off. And then we got we got like half a mile away and then realised you'd done it. Where's um, my bag, Tom? What bag? My red suitcase. Um, and then on the way back, you then lost all the contacts for you. Um, yeah. World class from you. But, so, um, journey's long. Flight's quite expensive. We still got 30% off ours. To give you an idea, hands on the table, probably cost us two grand each to go for the week. So for two people to go, it was four grand. And anyone that drinks or gambles... You need to add money on top for that because we didn't drink any alcohol and we didn't spend one pound on the um, casinos whatsoever. No. Sandwiches and and, and drink, you're looking anywhere from 12 to 20 quid uh, per sandwich and drinks. You're looking breakfast, 35 quid. Uh, We went out for a couple of meals. You're looking 200 pounds for a meal. Mm -hmm. Um, So, (laughs) Robin Hood's this. (laughs) So expect to spend a lot of money and you are in completely enclosed no matter where you go on the Vegas Strip it's it's the same across everywhere there isn't really a cheap meal or um, shop to be seen unless you go out of the Strip maybe 20 minutes down the road um, so that's a massive downfall is, is the cost of actually getting there and then the cost of surviving while you're there you know I think if you went out for a, a meal and a few drinks you'd be 200 quid deep into it per person but you know what if that is part of the business model or there's a reason for you going and you've actually 
put it into your costs anyway, then yeah. actually you mean, know, it's, not like, it's not it's not like pulling it out of your back pocket and trying to scrabble around for it. Like now, we know that we'll be going back again next year, so we know roughly how much it's gonna cost, what it's gonna be. We'll put the money to one side and actually we're still getting paid for doing stuff whilst we're away anyway. So exactly. um yeah. It's um So watch your costs, um Check your taxes, things like that, because everything displayed in the shops um, is plus tax. So if your beef burger <coughs> is a fiver, you're then going to pay tax on top, so then it becomes £6.20. Um, then they ask you if you want a tip, then it became, becomes £7. Um, Excuse me. You're all right there, Mr. C. No. Um, I was um, thinking about your face when um, we checked out of the hotel. And well, this is what I'm just about, <laughs> That's what I'm just about to say. So we'd finished spending all the money. The, uh, the pot was dry from the holiday fund. And we checked out with a like a digital online checkout and then there was 40 pounds per day resort fee whatever a resort fee is so there was you know quite a few hundred quid um from there um so yeah they just get you at every point every taxi was 25 dollars. yeah really weirdly taxis <laughs> from anywhere to anywhere was 25 quid like doesn't matter if you went to the next hotel down four hotels down to the shopping mall it's 25 quid it was the weirdest weirdest way but that's what it was um, which we learnt when we went to the, the Shelby Museum which was we like did. two blocks down it was 25 quid then we got home it's 25 quid if we have time we're also going to tell the story about what we also did no no <laughs> yeah what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas yeah alright then yeah we got we got we got bribed we um, did get bribed but I think it's a really it's a really good story but we'll, we'll come on to that no we'll, we'll do it we'll do it now we'll, we'll hit it now me and Mr C we thought we'll go and see a couple of shows um, an average show is anywhere from like 70 quid 120 quid for the show and we went to a, a booth just to ask about um, a magic show and a comedy night etc and they said oh we can do this and I thought oh, it's a hundred dollars each we're like hang on hang on why is why is this so cheap and he, he went through how much it was, and we thought, this is just too good to be true. He said, oh, there is one catch. And I was like, what's that? We need an hour of your time. So I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> so we're going to bribe you. I was like, so it was, yeah, it was no smoke mirrors with this guy. He said, like, we're going to pay you $50 to get you to the, uh, in a taxi, and we need you to listen to a timeshare um, <laughs> presentation. Right. And what's that involved? We'll just watch a video, see you're not interested, and then move on. If you are interested, buy it, but, you know, that's it. All right, okay, and where is it? And, oh, it's right next to the um, really cheap and reasonable shopping mall. So that's brilliant. So we're basically getting a free shopping... Um, free shopping trip. Free for shopping trip. Um, and you'll pay, you'll pay the taxis, and then we're going to get half-price tickets for the shows. Yeah, that's right. So off we went, 9 o'clock, half eight checked in, listened to some... Guy speak about how amazing the uh, holiday club was and how you get a villa every week and or every month or whatever it is. Um, it's seven hundred quid a month and da, da da da. We told him thank you very much. See you later. Goodbye. Um, got our tickets for David Copperfield uh, and the comedy, comedy show, show. Um, half price, and then we went shopping for the day. So yeah, so be very aware what you um, you know when you're booking these. There is discounts available. Yes, they might con you into some sort of listening to a presentation. But David Copperfield for the show, I think, was $120 per mm-hmm. each. And we got, like, his tickets, a comedy act, and uh, for 100 quid all in. So it was it was a bit far-fetched, but it was a cheaper way to do stuff. And well, it was, it, was, it was really boring, wasn't it, for the hour that we were there? But we learned a lot, didn't we? Because actually we used it as, like... Sales training. It was, like, sales training. the sales techniques. Sales techniques of the Americans. Um, that's, it was, it was it, quite popular. It, it was... Um, and yeah, there was just so many holes in it and, and everything else. So actually, it served a purpose as well. Um, but yeah, top tip yeah. there. So I think again, this is not going to be a long podcast because we've got a few other things to go through. Try and get discounted t- tickets. Um, if you collect Avios points, that's a great way to um, upgrade your tickets or um, get flights. Um, there isn't that many direct flights, uh, but I would start planning now if you're thinking of going to Vegas. Brilliant for networking, brilliant for um, the education side. Please be aware the 45-minute ex- um, educational bits do cost £60 per person for 45 minutes. If that transforms your business and you find it useful, I'm sure it is, but you know, you do 10 of them, suddenly it's going to add up. Um, make sure you connect with people um, there. 
um, and, you know, go out for a coffee with different people and see who was there. And maybe if you go into bigger depths than we went into, you may be able to find some good quality suppliers. If you are going solely to get new products um, for your business, I would try, and this is UK, mind, um, I would try Harrogate first and then possibly Domitex yep. and then Vegas if you are solely going to source products. Um, but if you are open to networking and seeing something different, understanding how the American market works, um, it's 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 a brilliant experience. I think it's Cheers. you're paying for an experience rather than like, you know, Harrogate, you're going for this, that side of it. But you you make it what, what it is. What side of it? Sorry? What side of it? I don't know. You said this side of it. <laughs> it made you sound like you were like going for the social side of it. <laughs> Different, a different side of what you would get from Harrogate, I think. Yeah. I mean, I know people get have a few drinks at Harrogate, but normally it's in close-knit groups. But it was very welcoming, um, Vegas. Um, and we, we had a... I mean, you've been before, Mr. C. Uh, I hadn't, so it was on my bucket list to visit it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably not going to visit it as a vacation again. We will be going next year, but we will be doing something significantly differently. We'll be doing a little bit of a tour of America yeah. and then hitting Vegas, coming in, flying straight back out we will not be there a week this time we'll be there for the show and we'll get straight out and we're going to fly to a couple of different places in america and meet some new people and and existing contacts so um that's one thing we haven't mentioned actually the jet lag because if you if you're expecting to go there like the day before and then be able to rock straight up to the show it's it's so so difficult because the jet lag was terrible and it actually in one respect we spent the first two days just getting over the jet lag, didn't we? Getting getting there, it was completely weird, yeah. like all over the place. Unless you can um, afford going first class, you can sleep all the way. But well, then again, well, it'd still be the worst, it. wouldn't it? Yeah, yes, I know because I think actually going, being able to sleep then makes it worse because you're still eight nine hours behind, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. So I think just but you know that being said, you know being in economy, we were squashed that entire yeah. journey both there and back it was I, i'm sure they're making them s- the seats smaller yeah don't british say, airways definitely. do not <laughs> no you're getting bigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, I booked british airways because i assumed like um you'd have, had, you know, you'd have you'd have more room absolutely not I, I've, had, plan. <laughs> I've had more room on a flight going up to aberdeen in a in a i don't know a little flight seat thing. Yeah, thing um but yeah it was so re- do the research Plan your money. Fantastic show. Brilliant networking. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who is going and is going to plan just to have a trip over the next year, please get in touch with us. We'd love to meet you for you know, half a burger and we'll share it because it's too expensive. <laughs> so what I want to move on to, Mrs. C, because it's a limited time podcast this. Um, what else is going on at Cochrane Co? What, what, what isn't going on at Cochrane Co, to be honest? 22nd of March... We have got the KHR um, Roadshow. Roadshow. So KHR coming up from Southampton. Anyone that doesn't know who KHR, they're the UK legal distributor, so floor sanding machines. They're also um, bringing floor preparation machines, concrete grinding, etc. And then we've got multiple different manufacturers also coming for the day. Bit of networking, bit of food. If you do operate a floor sanding business, you can get your machine fully health checked. Uh, with the, We're setting up a workshop here. It is critical on the 22nd of March that you book a space. Um, certainly if you're bringing your machines, because that has to have a time on it, but also we have limited numbers and limited toilets. Um, it's a completely free event. There is no cost. There'll be some great people here. Um, so it's a must-have. So you must go onto the KHR website and go into their events or DM them or DM us and we'll get you that. It's completely free, um, but if you're going to commit to come, at least come um, so we don't cater for too many. Mm-hmm. Um, 8th, of, 8th of April, we've also got Gaffloor coming for the one-day training workshop, Introduction to Resin. Resin, yeah, resin, um, fancy resin. There is a cost associated with that, yes. but you can get tickets on our on website. I think it's £120 for the day's it's training. 120 quid for the... Plus yeah. that um, for, the, for the training with that. We had a really, really good time um, when the lads came up last time and there was a lot of people that were interested in doing this. So um, first come, first serve, because we've only got limited space on that as well. So And you get um, a like a, a, bo- we, a resin board, wasn't a it? A resin board, so you, you do your 
artistic yeah. a bit at the end, and then you get within the cost we uh, post it out to you. So that's a yeah. great one day course, resin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Traditional flooring freedom on the twenty second, twenty third of April. So for retailers, contractors yeah. uh, that mm-hmm. predominantly do re- residential work. Um, In the background, because we've got a new person started with us. Are we? We have. Oh. We've got Paul that started with us. Yeah. We're actually developing the bones at the moment of commercial the, the new inaugural um, commercial floor and freedom for commercial contractors. Now, at the moment, there's a priority list on our website. So if you go to cockerelandco.co.uk, go to what we do, then go to training and workshops, Click on the button that says commercial floor and freedom. Join the waiting list. Join the waiting list. There's a priority list on there. Join the waiting list. You'll be the first person, well, the first people, peoples, to know when we're going to release those dates. I think it's going to be around that June time. So it's yeah. going to give, give him a bit of time just to... That's if you run predominantly in. in the commercial sector. Commercial sector mainly. So um, contractors, B2B. B2B work is probably the best way to describe that. Yeah. Um, so if you're working alongside local authorities, schools, universities, people like that as well, working for some of the larger contractors, working for um, shops, whatever that might be. But the content is pretty much the same. The language is going to be slightly different. Well, the language is slightly different. It's just that we've not released the dates yet. So that will be coming soon um, as well on that. So on the, on the um, courses on the Flow and Freedom, the key thing, um, one thing that we, we've now um, joined as a, and being approved, which we're super proud of, we're now approved supplier to um, ACG, which is the one of the bigger buying groups. Great. Um, well, there's a podcast coming out in a couple of weeks of who ACG is um, to give you the information on that. Um, but if you're part of ACG Buying Group, um, you're going to get a significant discount on all of our services, um, which is cool. Um, um, and we'll be doing quite a bit of work with those guys. So that was to get the tick in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's... And then Instamac. Instamac. Yeah, this is like the end, never in itself. So we are creating a, a community based around um, our Facebook group, Um where Instamac are going to host um, a couple of events in Birmingham, one on the South Coast, one here in Darlington, um, again on educational community, not just a come and buy our screed and glue. It's not about that. Um, but they're fully supporting that community base where we get together, learn new things, and it's completely free of charge. Um, and there's loads of goodies and interesting things with that. Um, so I haven't got much more information right now. It'll be out this week. So what we're on the twenty eighth of February, so you know by March we'll have all of the dates in the diary for that. So that's that's super cool. The other thing is we've got the work that we're doing with Room for as well. So yeah. we've also got now the demo space available. So two things we've got the vault here in Darlington, and the vault is twenty square meter um, live kind of showroom space with all different types of floor covering. Then and um, it's got the Room for Room for kiosk in that we can provide demos. If anyone is the interested in learning more about the Room for technology and home um, visualization software, then we can you can book a demo from our website as well, cochranecore.co.uk forward slash roomvol. Sounds like um, a terrible pitch this, but this, I know. Is, this is literally like all what... the stuff that's like going through my head all at the same time. Then alongside that, we also are going to be using that space or we have been using that space for sales training for larger teams. Retailers. People. Retailers mainly. Or even contractors. Or even contractors. Yeah, come so and learn. two, three, up to eight people we can accommodate in there um, for live sales training on product and how to sell well, um, how to sell with integrity and um, to sell asking the right questions and what to ask and how to close. We do all of that here as well. We've got LVT, carpet, wood, mm-hmm. um, different product categories. So it's not just, it's predominantly hard surface, but we do have many different uh Tiled LVT and all sorts of stuff here. Yeah, but there is so much going on. We've also just made some updates to our website as well. So um, that's probably the first place for people to go and have a look yeah. at, actually. If you want to see what's what's pipeline, what we're working on at the moment at Cochrane Co., visit the website. Um, we've, we've been a bit quiet on socials recently because we have had our fingers in many spinning pies nuts. and spinning many plates. Um, but we've got loads coming up. Yeah. And it's going to be a really exciting year because what is our buzzword for this year? Double. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yours is double. Mine's collaboration. <laughs> double collaboration. Double. No, mine's co- mine's collaboration. 
yeah. Collaboration this year. Got so many things going on. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's an exciting time. Exciting time. I'm trying to think what else we've got going on. Um, we're doing some exciting work. If you are a wood flooring installer, we are working with the guys at Humidity Devices. If if guy if you've not if you own a wooden flooring business that supplies wooden flooring, you'll be very aware of the constraints of underfloor heating. So we're doing a lot of work with Fidbox. Um so again, if you want to know information about Fidbox um and what that is, um just drop us a DM. If you listen to this podcast, go, I've never heard of it. Just say Tom said, what's Fidbox? Um it should be completely integrated in your business um, if you are doing wooden floors um, and you care about not being hung out well, to dry. How long have I, like... Ten years. Used, ten years? Is it ten years since yeah. we've been... I mean, it's saved thousands and thousands. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands of pounds over the years. Um, but, yeah, there's lots more coming up on that, isn't there? So, yeah, Flooring Freedom April... Register your interest for commercial. Um, please remember, every Thursday we open our doors for a free mastermind. Many people take advantage of that as where you come here for three to four hours and discuss anything you'd like to discuss, problems, um, staff, um, successes, um, recruitment, cash flow, whatever you'd like. Um, it's completely free. You do need to pay a 100 quid deposit, but when you arrive, we refund it in full, non-negotiable. It's simply because we book it out in our diary and we give that back to the industry as best we can and we'll do everything we can and we'll bring any member of our team in on that to to help you whatever you need to bring to the table. And it's confidential. Yes. One of the things that people often say is that they don't come onto the floor in freedom because they want it to be confidential and they're not quite sure of sharing things with um, competitors or whatever else. But it's um, a great way of being able to do that. That's every Thursday. Um. I hope this was just a general update from from us because I we both feel we've been a little bit quiet, but we've got so many partnerships and relationships that we are now working with. We're we're going to calm that down a little bit now because you know it's we're quite committed to what we need to deliver. Um, but we'd love to see some new faces here in the training centre. So if you've been meaning to do it, wanting to do it, start talking about it, maybe stop talking, start taking action. And we're going to now move on to the podcast with Kyle. Um, I had a chat with him at Surfaces show in the booth. Please bear in mind, Kyle lost his voice. I think he got some sort of mutation of COVID. (laughs) He was rough as toast. He wasn't hung over, but he kind of really sort of escalated in a day. So he was really rough when he did this in, um, interview, but he just made it work. But we had a good bit of chat. And if you like the sound of him, uh, as I said, we've got a podcast coming out end of April uh, where we uh much in depth about who he is and what he does. Um, super interesting guy, but we did it there for you guys. So sit back, enjoy that. Mrs. C, any final thoughts before we launch into the next bit? Enjoy. That's it. Thank you again for listening. Please do not forget to push any follow buttons, subscribe buttons. That is the absolute oxygen to this show. We can't do it without you guys listening. Please make sure you follow it um, and share any posts you see on social. All we want to do is make the flowing community an easier, more profitable place to work and be more enjoyable. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome, Kyle, to the UK Farm Podcast, hosted in Vegas. Um, first question, um, who's who's Kyle headed? Man, uh, <laughs> I, apologize, I apologize. I picked up a cold while we're here, but I am now a former flooring installer. I'm still licensed in the state of Arizona. Yeah. As soon as that expires, I won't be. I've moved full-time into being the host of the Floor Academy podcast, offering some business coaching, business development services to contractors within the flooring industry. Previously worked in reality television. Before that, I, I worked in some warehouses, for some larger companies, and kind of learned about you know how management systems and stuff like that worked. So a little bit of a, a storied, varied past, but uh, my current thing is an amalgamation of everything I've come over the past 41 years. Okay. 
So can we go back to when you said you licensed folk. How does that work? Because in the UK, you can roll out of bed and say, I am a flooring professional. And you know, you don't have it. So how does that look in, in the USA? So it depends on the state you live in. Right. So in Arizona, we have licensed contractors. So I have to go take a really silly test, which I can pay a company to go study on a computer yeah. and memorize the answers. Right. And then go to the private testing facility and put those answers in and then say, you passed the test. Wow. Most of them, like when I did the test for flooring, they were asking tile and carpet questions. I installed hardwood and luxury vinyl plank. Okay. Not the same. Didn't had nothing to do with what I did, right? So that you take a test, they give you a sheet of paper, it says you're licensed, and now you're ready to go. Okay. So can I wake up and are there guys that go and work without a license? Yes. Right. It's illegal. If you get caught, you get a slap on the wrist. It doesn't really do anything, but I like to operate within the bounds of the law. Okay. And it just makes life a little bit easier. What what type of questions do you ask? What's a it typical like, question? You know, they were having you calculate like ten percent overage. They wanted to know about expansion expansion gaps for tile and where like, you know, something like every twelve feet you need a soft joint or something. There's all this stuff that I just you know, they were asking some environmental safety questions. Uh, it it varies, but wasn't really related to what I was I was doing. Yeah. So why start podcast? When, when did you start it and why did you start podcast over in the US? I got a feeling that we're probably on the same page here. So I started my business and I realized that I didn't know anything about leadership. I didn't know about ad- advertising, marketing, any of it. So I started listening to podcasts that had to do with that. Right? You type, you go to search bar, type in marketing, stuff comes up. I typed in flooring one day. Nothing. And I was like, huh, okay, well, that's a problem. But I know how audio equipment works because I used to do the real television thing. Yeah. I can do that. I was like, I'll be that guy. Like, there's a problem. Let's solve it. Yeah. So that, that's where it came from. Love that, love that. Um, and why have you come to surfaces? Why, I mean, how, how many years have you been coming and why are you here now? So I've come to services the past four years and I originally came just because I wanted to see what it was all about. I walked around in 2019, was I? 2020? 2020. I walked around like a kid in a candy store. I didn't know what the hell I was looking at in here. I was just like, there's so much going on and I just wandered around and met some people and, and you know, that worked. Then the the next year, I just started my podcast in late 2019. So 2021, they brought me in as a speaker. Yeah. And they've been bringing me back as a speaker ever since. And so I really appreciate the relationship that I've been able to build with them. They also sponsor my, my Floor, Academy, Floor Academy podcast. Uh, but if I, if I, even if I didn't have that deal, yeah. I would come here because it's every segment of the flooring industry. And it is the best place to network once a year, grow relationships with new people, find new ways that you can interact with different segments and really just kind of push your business forward. No, I think that's right. I think the a lot of UK listeners will be thinking, oh, should I get on a plane to the US? And I, I think in honesty, there's probably no suppliers that would, or not very many at all, that would service the UK. But if someone wants to broaden their network or broaden their knowledge, it would be a great place to come, even though they, that that. that that's not normally what they would come for. They would normally look at suppliers and new products and new ways. But I think the networking here, I'd agree, is um, banana as well. Me and you are sat opposite each other after a couple of a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, I think you could come here. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout out to uh, some of your listeners may know John Ray with steroids. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's over here. They're, they're doing their thing and showing off the steroids collection. But if you were to come here, the best thing that you could gain is one, you can see some of our products. Maybe there's something a little bit different, but you're going to gain relationships. And if you stay connected with those people, it is going to change your life. I The, the relationships that I've built by being able to come to services or going to coverings, which is the big tile show. I haven't made a National Wood Floor Association Expo yet. I hope to this year, but the relationships I build there. These are people that I can pick up the phone 
get on Facebook Messenger or something, whatever, right? And ask a question to, they save my butt every time, whether it's technical related, life related, or business related. I have somebody that I can ask the question to. And when you have that kind of a resource, how do you not go and keep doing it? Doing it. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you said you're closing your contracting business down. Yeah. Um, full-time podcast. Is that is that, that the case, man? That's it. Full-time so. podcaster as well as uh, most most of the revenue is generated through the mastermind groups I offer to keep businesses on point with you know goal setting, allowing them to externalize their, their problems, talk them over with other successful business owners, motivated business owners. And, uh, you know, it's just a good group of motivated individuals that want to take their business to the next level. How, how often do you meet? So how does that look? They, they meet every other week right. for about three hours. And it's it's groups of five. We can't, three's almost enough. Four kind of makes it work. Five's really the sweet spot. Anything over that. Man, a three-hour meeting's already a big commitment. Yeah. And it, it just gets longer and longer. So everybody gets like 30, 35 minutes or so to kind of take their turn, go over what they get and get and get feedback from the other. Is that, is that live in person or is that on Zoom? Or? We do it on Zoom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody's Zoom. all over the country. And I don't take, I try not to put like five tile guys or five hardwood people together. It's, you know, there might be a retailer and a tile and a carpet and a resilient, right? This is just a good, mix so that you're getting input from how other segments of the industry see problems and handle them so that you don't get stuck and shoot it to one way of thinking. No, no, I think that's been the biggest problem. That's why we obviously came to the US. Um, we've run courses for, I think the biggest course we ran was for 50 people and it, it, it went really smooth. It was, everything went really well. But the interaction between me and Sarah with who was there, we only got like 30 seconds, two minutes, four minutes with each yeah. person. So then we took a decision to bring it out to eight and 12. And if you get, as you said, a group of eight to 12 motivated people in the room, it's, it's gold dust. You know, it doesn't need to be the, the Tom or the Kyle show. It's, yeah. it's, you know, yes, we have our own input, but then you might have someone that's you know, miles ahead in one element. So I think that's one thing we're trying to bring to the, the UK is this community of people wanting to do better. And that could be just spending more time with the family. That could be making more money. That could be being a better installer. Yes. It doesn't actually matter what you want to be better at, but there's normally someone that can help you get there quicker. Yeah. And it's easy doing it with someone else. Well, there's so yeah, on that note, what I realized was I started this as like, it's business, it's business. We're going to talk numbers. We're going to talk systems and processes. Turns out I'm a hot mess. And I started realizing that like my relationship with my wife wasn't good and that I had emotional baggage. And I was like, all of this stuff is actually affecting my business. And so the show is kind of more, and we talk about some of that stuff now. And it, in the groups, in the meetings, it, it comes out because if, if your personal life and your physical ability, right, your emotional state and, and the stuff going on in your business, if it's not all firing on all cylinders, it starts affecting the other parts, drags you out. And so, yeah, if somebody comes into one of the groups, like I'm overweight, I want to, I want to lose 50 pounds. Cool, man. Let's set that goal. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Because as, as you go through it, it's going to make you have a better business. No, oh, million. So we see it, people going home, having a couple of beers, nothing wrong with a couple of beers, but every night, then working 68 hour weeks and then say, oh, I'm not good at sales. Well, let's get the basics right. Let's you know, let's look at this human performance. If you're turning up to a client's house at half seven on the evening, where you've just done a full shift of 120 meters of carpet, you're not going to be your best. I don't care how big it was, you know. So, 100. So, in the time you've been in the flooring industry um, in the US, what do you think is the biggest problem? If you had to pick one thing, what would be the biggest issue right now? Man, tough question. It's a mindset within the industry. As a whole, this is the way we've always done it, <laughs> and I and it's it doesn't matter what it comes. It doesn't matter if it's sales, charging more, trading, hiring, getting new blood into the industry. It doesn't matter what we apply it to. It's well, this is the way we've always done it. Well, it's not working. So don't you think we should change it? You know, and 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 that's one of the reasons why I brought about what I did. I'm sure it's why you're doing what you did. Right? So they think let's find a way to do things different. We need to come in 
and disrupt. I think uh, I call it the, it, you know, it, it's the old white club. There, there's just like a bunch of white dudes standing around making decisions still. And they're not yet letting young blood. And sadly, average age of an installer in, in the U.S. is over the age of 50. And I'm sure it's similar in, in the U.K. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's that we we stopped pushing trades. We took all of the trades training out of schools. And we were like, college, 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 go to college. You got to get a college degree. For what? Because now we have nobody that wants to go do blue-collar work. And I'll tell you what. I was making better money than some doctors. And I know people that do better than me, killing yeah. it, making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year plus. And if they built a company, I know guys that you know they can clear a million. Yeah, there's great money in the trades. And my concern is if we don't find a way to start training people to run better businesses, and how to retain employees, this trade is only going to get more lucrative as we move further and further down the road with people aging out and retiring everybody and their mother is going to pick up a set of tools and say i can install flooring and they're going to do it if you think there's bad installers now with their hacks just wait i don't want to be a gatekeeper but i want to be able to facilitate the elevation of our industry so that people are in place to give opportunities for people to succeed and do very well in life and that it, it's all encompassing so I, I don't i don't think it's a simple answer no 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 i love the answer because i see it all the time on these facebook groups uh, let's say the non-productive ones and they'll say how much to lay lvt in this environment and it's like and then you'll get about 16 different answers of 15 pounds at the square meter 20 pounds a square meter. I said, where have you got these numbers from? Have we just made them up? Have we just thought this is what the numbers should be? Um, no one's actually calculated what their business costs to run. You know, they, they've, they've not worked out what marketing they need to grow, you know, where they want to go on holiday. They've just thought of a number and even have all got the number from the Facebook group, thought that sounds like a good number. You, you know where and, the number comes from a lot? It's that they were making $2,000 a week as an apprentice for somebody else. Actually, they weren't even apprenticed. They get called a helper, and I hate that word. <laughs> Higher apprentices. It gives them something to work towards. But uh, they're making two grand a week, maybe, right? So they get fed up. Like, I'm not making enough money. I'm going to go out on my own. Like, I'll charge 2500 But then they have to go hire somebody, and they're like, well, I can only pay this dude, like, you know, 1000 a week. Yeah. That dude ain't going to stick around either, right? It just keeps lowering the bar and lowering the bar. And if, if you want to be able to figure out your pricing, Go to FloorAcademyPod.com. I'm sorry for the plug. Uh, go to FloorAcademyPod.com. Go to the, uh, I think there's a resources tab now, and then there's the file section. Get the business budgeting spreadsheet. It's set up as an Excel spreadsheet. It asks you how much you want to make. It asks you all your overhead costs. How much is your truck or your van? How much are your insurance is? How much is your internet, your phone? It asks you how many years of service you want to have, all that stuff. And then it tells you how much you need to charge per day. But the best part is, that's not even the last question. The last question is, how much profit do you want to make? So it's all set up for U.S. currency, but it's a spreadsheet, man. Just convert it over to pounds. The nuts thing is, we are exactly the same. Uh, that's, 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 like, that's bananas. Yes, Sarah's literally created the exact same sheet for the U.K. market. Okay. And you put the numbers in, and it's like witchcraft. It tells you what you need to charge per day. And okay. that includes, as in your um, satellite television, that includes holidays, savings, investments. Yes. Never mind the glue, the tools, the, the van, the truck, anything like that. It, it includes everything that you need yeah. to live and what your expectations are and what standards you have. You, you, you need them all in there because the money's not coming from anywhere else. Yeah, unless you've got a no. side hustle, you know, it's not. It's, it, <laughs> what I found was most guys filled it out. And I'd ask them beforehand, right? I'd work with them. I'd be like, how much do you think it is? And they'd give me a number usually came in like twice as much as what they thought. Right? They're like, oh, like 300 a day. And their number would pop out as they said, my number, I got up to $1,100 a day. It was crazy. Now, was I expensive? Yeah. yeah. But I wanted to do it right. I wanted to have a savings account. The best thing that happened with that, though, was the empowerment I had to go estimate a project with Mrs. Smith. And she's trying to lowball me and, you know, knock my price down. I was like, 
this is what it costs for my company to do this. I knew the hard number. You couldn't negotiate with me. I already gave you my best price for me to be able to do the project, be profitable, and stand behind it and warranty it. I was so confident that I, I, I started, I was like, no, I can't do anything about it. I still want the projects. Yeah. And it's probably because I wasn't, the guys that are going in, they're desperate. They got to land, right? They got bills to pay next week. And otherwise the water's getting shut off. I wasn't playing. I stopped playing that game. I was like, I'm going to, going to get ahead. I got to win. But then the, then the, the confidence as well. It, yeah, well, it loses them the job. The last one, lack of confidence loses them the job. So I might do this. I could do this. Let me go and look at the price again. Why have you not looked at the price in the first place? Like, you know, if you already know the number is right, exactly as you said, the answer is no. Like, and, and people want certainty when they're buying flooring, no matter where they're buying it. They want certainty yeah. the job will be right. And if you're certain, they're then a certain. So oh, well, then raise your price is 10%. I don't know what your price is. Raise it ten percent. See how many jobs, you, projects you lose. I bet you it's not that many. Start a savings account. The minute I ended up, I, I got twenty grand into a savings account. That was the other thing. Is I, I just released an episode said titled "You Need an Fu Bank Account," <laughs> and it but it gave me the the confidence and the security. I didn't need that project. I would enjoy doing that project. Right? If I didn't get it. I had 20 grand in a bank account that I could pull a month's worth of money out of. And I would, I, my wife wasn't going to be bad. My kids still got all their special stuff. I could pay all the bills. It, like life went on as normal. Yeah. But again, I have the confidence to go in. And, it, and you had to get a little cocky because you don't care if you win it. Like you want to win it because yeah. you'd enjoy it. And that's, I don't want to do something I don't enjoy, which is why I shut it down. I lost my passion. And I'm not going to go install for somebody can tell them that I'm the best. Even I like I'm not I'm not the best, right? But I'm offering them the best service for them right now. And and shortchange them because I'm not loving what I'm doing. Because then I'm cheating them out of the product I sold. Yeah. Don't do that. No. But go in, have, gain confidence and uh you're gonna you're gonna sell jobs at a higher margin for sure. And I think if you can get into that position of having a savings account, even let's say you know twenty thousand, you again you're operating different you, you, you will come across in the sales process, you know, nearly on that cocky scale, but maybe not. But uh, maybe just, and if you need the job, people can tell you need this job. And then they're like, oh, why, why is he not popular? But it's just, you get out of bed feeling different. Yes. And you've not even done, you're not even sold the product, you know, so. And you, well, you don't even need the 20K. Look, it, 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 it just magically appear. It was a hundred bucks. And then it was 500. And then it was a thousand. One day I woke up and I was like, there was money in the bank account. I didn't owe anybody any money. I was like, oh my God, I can afford a floor for myself. Don't sell your jobs based on how you feel about your income level. Go sell them based on the person you're selling it to. Yeah. So the day I could afford my own floor, it blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, no, love that. Um, have you got a favorite podcast episode? I know you probably said that many. There's mm -hmm. a Ten on the spot for me for my show. Ooh, there's so many good. There's over 200. I can't even remember them all. That's bad. Um, I love my friend Shannon Vogel. We we talk about. Uh, she's a she's a marketing specialist, and so we were talking about organic social media. She tells a great story about how Mrs. Jones comes home, sits on the couch. She's flipping through her iPad, scrolling. She doesn't want to see your hats. She doesn't want to see that you're offering 10% off ring, right? What she wants to see is a pretty picture yeah. of a house with a problem that's solved, something she relates to. And uh, that, that I, I love conversations with her. I just did a great, I'll just plug her the whole family. I just interviewed her husband. Uh, he went through midlife crisis, essentially, and, and I was kind of going through the same thing. A little bit later so we just kind of sat down and talked through like what it looks like to really like step back get that thirty thousand foot view on your life and figure out where you want to go and how you want to move forward and why that thing you're passionate about it. that man there's a lot i don't know just go listen to them all yeah <laughs> they're all good i love that um if i could give you a thousand us now and you've got to spend it in the next four hours what would you spend on 
Out in the U.S. <laughs> right now, uh, we're in Vegas as well. Now, uh, we'll see. I'm not, uh, I'm not I'm going to say I'm not a gambler, but then hold on. So recently, my buddy, my buddy Trask has got me into cryptocurrency. Right, a thousand bucks right now. I'm buying, I'm buying some Bitcoin. Love that. Love that. <laughs> As you see, you could literally walk out the hall and probably go for a meal and it would be gone. But uh, Yes, that too. Yeah. So what is next for your podcast? How are you going all in revenue-wise? But is there, is it, what's the game plan? Long-term, what I see Floor Academy becoming is it's an all-encompassing one-stop shop to help you move your business forward. We're going to offer the services to teach you the business side and get you developed and goal-oriented, moving your company forward, developing those systems and processes. Um, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm currently partnering with a website company. So we're going to be getting the websites going to have that aspect going. We'll get the marketing going. Uh, I want to take my media background, reality television, and we can look at making use of video content and really moving that social media and, and website space forward. And so I kind of want to be this one-stop shop to help say, look, I've been there, done it, know how it works. I've helped others do it. And we're developing some of the most successful businesses in this industry right now. I love that. Um, and coupled with that, because um, we're going to run a short podcast today, so we're right in the middle of the show. Um, what is currently holding you back moving forward quicker than you'd like it's me, the, the 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 man in the mirror. I gotta wake up. I gotta face him every day. Uh, the amount of head trash I have, the amount of doubt I have, it, it's something that I've been working through for like two years, and it's 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 real. Like I gotta get up. I gotta I gotta face me, and I gotta I gotta say, you know what? You can't do this. You can't move it forward. You are better than what you think you are. Uh, it's I'd I'd love to blame it on like the funding. I just haven't gotten up off my butt and gone and found it. I, when I go look for it, I find it. So it's it's really, it, it's me dealing with my head trash and uh, knowing that I'm worth it and I, and, and I deserve it. Love that. Kyle, thank you so much for spending this time, even with no voice. Um, it's been brilliant. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ziggy Tom. Okay. I appreciate it. This podcast is run and produced by Cocktail & Co., to find out what we do, visit the website cockfrollandcore.co.uk or you'll find us on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook.